And again, it's still audio only. Um, Canceling the uh, Tariq Nasheed recording that I intended to do uh, because Phoenix Kalita is here. Hi. uh, She has some interesting shit about you motherfuckers that be stealing. (laughs) The fact that I know what you just referenced. All right. Stealing it is. So... First of all, hi folks, it's been a minute since I've podcasted, I miss you all, Um, but as per usual, December 17th is kicking my ass, I will be back more regularly after the 17th, so... And December 17th is, um... The International Day to End Violence Against Sex Workers, and of course, because I work with a sex worker organization, obviously very busy day, Um, I will be running a day-long open Zoom meeting for sex workers to attend if they need like a safe space to kind of bug out. Also, I know several orgs will be having different memorial services and reading the list of names of folks who died this year. So um, lots going on. Lots of it's very heavy. So that's what I've been doing. And that's pretty much what I'm going to be doing until the 17th is over with. So um, but I have a moment. So I'm hanging out with y'all. And just one more. The uh, the Zoom meeting is probably going to is probably going to be like private and you got to get like maybe an invite. You have to have a password to get in. So you know who's who getting in. Exactly. Exactly. Not just any further muckers. Yeah. It's for sex workers specifically, but you still have to know someone to get the password for you (laughs) to let you in. So it's not. Yeah. Like that is why it's a safe space, actually. So. All right. And uh, and this episode, uh, it will be on Patreon, but uh, it will be public on Patreon and also public in your regular podcast feed for you regular podcast feeders. All right. Podcast feeders. Yeah. And that is uh, that Patreon. Like a weird fetish. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There you go. That's <laughs> feeders.com. And it's right. already starting. It the, is. It is uh, Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund. That's where it be at. Yes. And uh, paypal.me slash Phoenix and William. If you want to help me get some more broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots, I like to get that big bag of frozen vegetables. And if you could help me get that, I will definitely eat it and say thank you. Yes, we do love vegetables. Yeah. Uh, everyone should eat more vegetables, honestly. Um, also, I just, I, I have to. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't know what else is going on with my body. <laughs> I think we all have to. Yeah. I like the fact that we both opened up spinach separately. That amused me. We Cause did. I, yeah, because we both had it in like separate, like you had your spinach in a container, but I didn't know you already had some out, so I opened some and put it in a container, and then I opened the fridge, and like our containers were side by side oh. with spinach, and I was like, oh, we're both trying to be healthy. Look at us. Yeah, man. I want to take a green <laughs> poo. Like a good, that's a, that's a, a trophy poo. dump. Oh, no. A green poo. It's like, yeah, check out who's on it. Oh my god. Alright. And some folks are like, I this is not what the episode title said. I didn't <laughs> tune in for this shit. Alright, what did the episode title say? Did you even make an episode title yet? I make them in post. Because oh. sometimes I sometimes I go by the old model where um if there's a particularly hot line in the episode, fuck that, that's the title. <laughs> okay. Cause I was gonna be like, if we don't have a title yet, I mean whatever we talk about could be the title. Yeah. Just or saying. wherever the tangent goes. We that are weird. We are rather tangential people. Yeah. So, um, because we were listening to Tariq Nasheed to critique Tariq, and I got sidetracked. Speaking of tangential, oh, by some shit Tariq was saying. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Huh, yeah. So this is kind of a Tariq one. <laughs> yeah, I a guess. Bit, uh, a yeah, bit. yeah. Part of the setup, we could actually uh, 
go to that Tariq shit that he was saying, um, where he was talking about uh, shoplifting. Yes. Skin people are white. They're the white people of your village. The white people of your village, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, because he was talking about them. You do something for us, we'll make sure when you come back here, you're going to be nice officers who have tried to be whistleblowers. All right, so he was also covering, he was talking about um, uh, police putting out propaganda saying um, it's basically the purge in Los Angeles. Hmm. Obviously, like, give us more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think uh, a cop in New York said that, too, and said that, like, the numbers of cops are plummeting, and then they actually looked at the stats, and it was like one, they've lost, like, 1% of their force. And it's like, if they have that much money, that many cops, and lose 1% and still can't do shit to keep you safe, maybe they're just overpaid. Huh. Maybe we should they're just defund using, them. Yeah. End them. All types of scare tactics. They're using straight up and down scare tactics, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. They get a bunch of mileage out of that. They get uh, yeah, so, so I wasn't ready to bring up the Tariq part because he has an episode up homophobically titled Justice for Juicy right. where he randomly uh, talked about crime stats, but I hadn't pulled the clip because I was doing the previous episode. Mm-hmm. And then Fiends Kalita was like, I can get on the microphone. So I was like, come on. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about the crimes he talked about but actually in depth. Because that'd be that shit where he's talking about the right thing, but he didn't read further into it. Right. Like, he is very much headline and subheading. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get past the subheading with Tariq. Right. And then, like, and then ends up uh, reporting things incorrectly. And so he was talking about, like, a rise in shoplifting and was not articulating it very well to me. And I was wondering if he was trying to reference uh, what's been going around in the news media for the last couple months, that there's an uptick in shoplifting at places like Walgreens and CVS and, you know, like chain pharmacies and things like that. I think maybe that's what he was referring to. I don't really know. He probably doesn't know either. But um, I thought that that was worth mentioning because apparently folks don't know about this. Um, So you might have seen... I think this started in September. There were articles in October, a couple in November, saying that there's all these spikes of retail theft, especially in places uh, in California. And police are saying that, you know, it's it's just this huge spike in crime. Uh, Walgreens is saying that they have to close stores due to shoplifting rings. Right. Sounds very serious. Very, very serious. So let's actually take a look at what they're saying. Um. So, Walgreens, this is an article, by the way, this is from October. Oh, I've reached my limit of free articles. That's okay. Uh, So, this is from October, but Walgreens says they're going to close five stores in San Francisco, citing organized shoplifting rings. Um, Except here's the thing. In July, this is October, they're saying that they have to close because of uh, shoplifting rings. Yeah. But um, in July, police data said that Thefts are down 9% compared to previous years. That's only because it was the heat wave. They were confused. They were confused because of the heat wave? Yeah, they needed window units. Mm -hmm. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. And so this article is on NBC News, and this is from July 14th. Um, 
And this is San Francisco. The article says a flurry of shoplifters in masks and hooded jackets sprinted from a downtown Neiman Marcus last weekend into getaway cars with armful of designer handbags, a scene captured on video. The incident remains under investigation and was only the latest to give an impression of lawlessness running rampant in San Francisco stores where people have been caught on recordings openly swiping products without repercussion. I think that that's already like a propaganda sentence in and of itself. It makes it sound like it was the damn January 6th. Right? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, also, but like, keep in mind, a lot of this shit is in like pharmacies and grocery stores. Like, nigga, what the fuck did they steal? Shaving cream and avocados? Calm the fuck down. Like, yeah, he had to make the avocados joke. <laughs> Like, you getting the there. Down. The closer you get to fifty, the more you be like, "Yo, fuck avocados for some reason." I yo. have never liked avocados ever. I did. Ever. I had, and basically, avocado is guacamole, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like uh, that time, I I ordered a burrito, but they gave me the they gave me someone else's order, and right. I was like, "Well, I guess I have it now. Let me uh, taste yeah. the avocado." And it was rather unpleasant. Yeah, I really do not like avocado. Yeah, it was like evil peanut butter like it was so weird <laughs> yeah like i don't like the taste i don't like the mouth feel i don't like anything about it yeah it's like it tastes like fucking play-doh Ugh. and i was a child and i tasted play-doh it's real you gotta do what you gotta do and uh it was like that fuck avocados yo. yeah i don't like i don't like avocado at all um but see, y'all always talk shit about avocados. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, so the incident, which remains under investigation, was only the latest to give the impression of lawlessness running rampant in San Francisco stores, where people have been caught on recordings openly swiping products without repercussion. But city leaders are pushing back at that image on Monday uh, after a mid-year public safety report. Police data. Now I, I'm a cab all day, all the way, but I know a lot of y'all trust cops. This is what the police said. This is what the government said. This is what the state is saying. Uh, Thefts are down 9% in the first six months of the year compared to the same period in 2020 when the city was on lockdown. So they're actually saying the first uh, six months out of of the official lockdowns, there was less uh, theft than during lockdown. Right. And you did note like logical skepticism in police, but like kind of facts are facts. Like if you don't have the bodies in the jail cells... It has to show up on the chart. Yeah. Like, you just don't have the bodies in the cells. Mm-hmm. I keep saying sales every time I say sales. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a West Coast thing or what, but, like, I keep saying sales. In the sales. Like, my whole life. In the sales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. But yeah, and so uh, San Francisco Police Chief William Scott and Mayor London Breed acknowledge that while some crime is up, including aggravated assault, uh, the overall numbers of violent and property crimes have fallen. These statistics are counter to the narrative, said Scott at a news conference. Uh, Sadly, as it relates to crime, we've gotten a lot of negative attention, added Breed. Uh, What is not getting attention is the fact that when you come to San Francisco and commit a crime, you will be arrested. Okay. Uh, that's everywhere, nigga. That's not special. You like you make it sound like fucking yo only in Frisco, son. That's like the uh, when Democrats made it illegal to like lynch people because homicide was already not a crime. I guess. Yeah. All so right. just folks know that. All right. If you <laughs> if you go to San Francisco thinking you're gonna fucking commit your Chicago crimes, they'll arrest you, bucko. Mm-hmm. Um. In Seattle, police said they made more than 50 arrests linked to thefts at nine large retailers and grocery stores. 
And in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the state's top prosecutor and big box stores announced a partnership uh, to combat organized retail crime. Uh, in recent years, some retail stores, and see, this is what I was saying, uh, some retail stores have not been placing not only high-end items, but everyday products like toothpaste and shampoo behind security locks. But chains say that even more drastic measures are required. Okay. Even well, more drastic. Like, I mean, because think about that. They're saying more drastic, but like, nigga, you're locking up toothpaste. What the Which, fuck? Because you're also like, all right. You know, turn off all the um, the little lefty Marxism and all that stuff. Turn off all that and think like the customer experience. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to go get an employee to unlock the toothpaste for me. Yeah. Like, it's already annoying enough being a black person trying to get Hennessy anywhere. Or black hair products. Yeah. And it's actually gone this far that the Hennessy thing, apparently everyone's stealing it. Because, like, where we go to get the wine, we go to the white area. Mm -hmm. It's locked up there, too. Mm -hmm. So, apparently, like, just what is in Hennessy <laughs> that makes people want to steal it? Because it's not really at a different price point from other liquors. It's it's actually not at a different price point. That does make it weird. Yeah. Like. I don't get it, man. There's something in that Hennessy, man. Niggas love Hennessy. And by niggas, I mean white niggas love yeah. Hennessy. Hennessy thefts are up. Do something about that. We should make it illegal to steal Hennessy. <laughs> make it illegal to steal Hennessy. Oh, no. It's now illegal to steal from liquor stores. Uh, that is our first ruling. Um, uh, both CVS and Walgreens say that shoplifting in San Francisco outpaces thefts at other stores across the country. In October, the California Attorney General's office announced breaking up a major theft ring worth, uh, in which $8 million worth of merchandise was allegedly swiped from Target, CVS, and Walgreens and sold in other countries with the earnings laundered back into the United States. Like, you hear what they did in that sentence, right? So they do it again? Uh, they broke up a major theft ring in the Bay Area in which $8 million worth of merchandise was allegedly swiped from Target, CVS, and Walgreens, then sold in other countries with earnings laundered back to the United States. Wait. There's, there's, like, there's a cute little piece of propaganda in that sentence that a lot of people are not going to get. No, I'm not. Watch, even podcasters are like, yeah, we knew you wouldn't. <laughs> so they're saying that it was $8 million worth of merchandise. But it's sold for $8 million. It doesn't mean it was $8 million worth of merchandise. It means oh. that's how much they made up a profit after money laundering and selling it. Dang. Right. So how, So it was maybe lower in, in the store. Most likely significantly lower than like $8 million worth of toothpaste from Target. Or what the fuck ever. Because they want the charge upped. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking America. How come nothing here is honest? Everything's a lie and it's so annoying because it creates conspiracy theorists. It does. Because even shit like that, when they'd be like, oh, it's worth $8 million, like, I really question that shit. Like, you know, and it sounds like tacky and it sounds like you're being silly, but like, if you like really think about it, so, okay, what if they got that shit on like a Black Friday sale? Like, the toothpaste was buy one, get one for a dollar. Yeah. Like, but normally toothpaste is, I don't know, $6 a tube, right? So now you're spending $7 to get two tubes. But if you don't buy it on sale, it's $12 for two tubes. If you steal two tubes, how much so How much did you get, steal? Yeah, buy one, get so they're up in the shit like 90%. Yeah, because that's like my thing is like, and like people be like, oh, well, you're just being pedantic. But I'm like, when you get to bigger numbers, that shit really does matter. 
Like, are they discounting how much the sales are with shit on clearance? And people will say that sounds silly, but if that's how much it's worth or how much someone's supposed to pay for it, isn't that what you should be charged for theoretically if that's what you stole? If you stole something that's normally $100, but it was on sale for $50 that week, you stole $50 worth of shit as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, like, I do not trust how they put these numbers together for yeah, this shit. Yeah, at the point of transaction, it would have been 50 anyway. Yeah. So, like, but you would get charged for stealing $100 worth of shit even though you stole 50 Because that's what it would have been had you paid for it. See how much smarter the show gets <laughs> when she gets on? You don't want to know what the episodes sound like without you. Oh, no. It's me saying, man, yo, I don't think you can trust this shit, man. This is some bullshit. <laughs> But yeah, and I wonder about that because they also specify that the the merchandise was sold in other countries, but the earnings were laundered back into the United States. Money laundering is also expensive because it is an illegal enterprise. So you're paying hella interest fees and security fees and shit to get your money back. Like you're taking a huge hit on your money to launder it to get it back generally. So like, again, when they say $8 million worth of merchandise, was it $8 million worth of merchandise? Was it? Was it? <laughs> See? And like, my brain is already ready to jump to the conclusion. <laughs> capitalism's the problem. Capitalism's the problem. I mean, capitalism really is the problem, though. Because like, if niggas had shit, people wouldn't have to steal. Yeah. Like, like no. imagine a world where everyone is middle class. <laughs> Classed. God damn it. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so I'm, I'm curious about that. And, of course, they never really elaborate how they come up with these totals. Um, and in an interview with NBC News last week, Scott suggested that California's Proposition 47, which voters passed in 2014 and lowered criminal sentences for nonviolent crimes like shoplifting and checked forgery, is being exploited by those who want to commit theft. The initiative set a threshold of $950 for shoplifting to be considered a misdemeanor, which doesn't prompt law enforcement to make an arrest rather than a felony which could incur harsh penalties like jail time. So some people calculate, hey, literally, this is exactly what I was talking about. Huh. Uh, some people calculate, hey, you know, I don't want to go over that $950, so let me steal $949 worth of property. Really? So folks are actually looking at it like, okay, so if I steal the Oral-B dental floss right? Then instead of the Crest dental floss, that will keep me under the threshold who the fuck is in there doing that? Like, who Nobody. is walking around the store with a notepad? Like, you know what? Okay, so it's going to be a, a, a 0.07% tax on this one. You got to do the taxes before you steal everybody. Right? They got oh their God. fucking pocket protector. This is, a, this is what all the kids who, uh, like, after they lose money in Vegas counting cards, this is what they do. They walk around <laughs> pharmacies and, like, tally up <laughs> the right. price so you don't go over your 950 but again i still want to know that question i know people think it sounds silly or pedantic or absurd but i'm dead fucking serious if i buy some shit at half price am i stealing the half price or am i stealing the whole price huh like does it count as 950 dollars worth of shit if it's 950 dollars but everything's on clearance thomas all right that's <laughs> make jokes this white wife is gonna come here and beat your ass probably uh, she probably fucking would too. yeah I'm like, stop <laughs> hitting mm-hmm. uh, if it's a felony officers can take action but if it's a misdemeanor that arrest has to be a private person's arrest and that makes a difference because they have to be willing to do that 
Uh, he also noted that store employees don't feel comfortable getting involved, and some retailers have increased security presence but limited results. Who the fuck is saying these words? Uh, the, the, a cop. Store employees don't feel comfortable getting involved? That's, for, that's company policy before you even get to employee comfort. Uh, San Francisco Police Chief William Scott. William Scott is fucking stupid <laughs> and doesn't know how real jobs work. Like, you're at, you're not allowed to because that's a liability for the store. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, we had to, I had to pull a homegirl back when I was working at the Boston Market restaurant because somebody, um, they stole a dessert from a display case that was on the other side of the counter, mm-hmm. and she dipped around the counter to try to catch him going outside, mm-hmm. and I had to, you know, get the shoulder, yo, you can't go out there, because yep. if that person turns around and cracks you in your shit, then you can sue Boston Market yep. for uh, unsafety. Yep. And so you can't. We're not allowed to. But also, like, again, most of the people who are stealing are, like, random individuals stealing little shit. Like, why the fuck? I don't give a shit if I'm in a store and I see someone stealing avocados. Fucking avocados. Yeah. I may question their taste, because why the <laughs> fuck are you stealing avocados? But I don't give a fuck if someone's stealing fucking toothpaste or avocados or socks or fucking whiskey i don't give a shit like like toothpaste real like things like that like you could really begin your socialism there shit like toothpaste should just be fucking uh free yeah fucking yeah yeah and i'm gonna say free right i I hope a right winger tunes that says it can't be free yes it can it's like nigga if your house is burning down you can call the fire department for free (laughs) you can fuck (sighs) see but don't put that idea in their fucking head don't put that because then they're going to be like huh Kanye West loves Jesus Kanye West calls a private fire department Jesus wants private fire departments everyone wants uh, private fire departments until they can't afford the fee yeah just buy the calendar and shut the fuck up Mm. Uh, yeah, so he says uh, that some employees don't feel comfortable getting involved, and some retailers have increased security presence but limited results, which is also hilarious to me. They're whining about losing money. Then why the fuck are you hiring security guards who can't secure shit? Because they, 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 they're they taking their model from the Parkland school shooting and the, <laughs> and the officer that was on scene there, mm-hmm. the one that ran, you know, like a hero because his blue life mattered. Yes. He had to get out of there. Let them kids get shot. My blue life matters. There's mm-hmm. nigger kids in there. Yeah. I mean, what if they get shot? What if there's a kid in there who doesn't have a legal immigration status? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very bad. Yeah, they could they, they could take a dirt nap and dream forever. Yeah, what about like that's, Asians? Uh, that's that's dark. Yeah, what about Asians? This was before Stop Asian Hate. What if there were Asians in there? Yeah. Mm. We're trying to start Asian hate. I could, I could see someone saying that. <laughs> and then there's a fucking quote in this article from rachel michelin the president and ceo of the california retailers association rachel sounds like a douchebag sorry to say rachel you what just by the job title no by this fucking quote oh here we go think about these employees in the stores who are witness to these crimes they're affected too why nearly nonsense nigga by what they saw someone steal a fucking sandwich yeah 
And when you steal a sandwich, you know where you go. Quarantine camps. Do you? Which Alex Jones has been saying a lot more lately. Oh, Like God. that specific language he has been saying, quarantine camps. Quarantine camps. Yeah, so that is like, so this whole thing, going back to topic. Woo. Yeah. this whole thing is like wild to me, so... The yeah, article. well, you want to do the broad strokes now? Like, right. This was 2000. Mm-hmm. This was boop de bop. Yeah, so this article was July of this year that I just read, uh, where they're saying that there is some shoplifting, but overall it's gone down. Everything's getting better. It's like, don't create a moral panic, don't create a moral outrage. And what was the date control. on that one? This is October. Or I'm sorry, this is July 14th, 2021. To July 14th, 2021, mm-hmm. they're saying crime's going down. Yeah. But then uh, October 13th is when that New York Times article comes out saying that Walgreens is closing stores due to shoplifting. And what's the outlet? New York Times. New York Times is telling you that. Mm -hmm. But NBC in July said nine uh, thefts are down nine percent. But there was a previous announcement before anyone was even talking about theft. It's almost as if <clears throat> it's oh y'all are not going to be ready for this shit. Let me tell you, this is on CNN now, ah. and this is from 2019 August. CNN, it's a wine cellar favorite. I think I've done more CNN than anything here. Because they're still one of the ones that's only like the one of the few left that's still free. Shit. Yeah, that's part of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that CNBC gets a lot of runtime. Mm-hmm. USA Today gets a few hits. Yep. Yes, today they're good for racism. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. But now this is funny because this is what's going on this year. July they're saying thefts are down. October they're saying it's crazy. There's thefts everywhere, and we have to close stores because there's thefts everywhere. Yeah. Which now, if you were only reading headlines, and you know, you might think that hey, there really are that many thefts this year. That's a problem. And now they have to close stores. That's not fair. Yeah, right? darn stealers taking stuff. Except here's the thing. In August of 2019... Oh, no. You're not supposed to do that. Walgreens said that they're going to close 200 locations across the United States to cut costs. After buying roughly half of Rite Aid stores two years ago, Walgreens expanded its American footprint to more than 9,000 stores, and the planned closures are about 3% of Walgreens' locations. Don't worry, Walgreens said in a statement that it will cause minimal disruption to customers and patients. Don't worry, minimal disruption, whatever the fuck that means. And that the company will help find jobs for affected employees. Hmm. Hmm. But, uh, 200 stores. So now it's almost as if... What? <laughs> it's almost as if... No, not, do not doing that. These chicks are in there doing TikTok dances. Mm-hmm. No, distraction, distraction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's almost as if they knew they were closing these stores already and have been planning this for a couple years. So why are we suddenly blaming it on a rise in shoplifting even though police, police said, the police chief said, shoplifting is down? What happened? What kind of propaganda is this? The Delta variant was nonsense then. (laughs) It is nonsense now. (laughs) Is that what's going on? (laughs) Distraction, distraction. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, so that's uh, interesting to me. Um, But yeah, so they said they were going to close 200 stores as a cost-saving initiative in 2019. Then 2021, they're whining about retail theft and closing stores and saying it's because of that, even though the police are saying that thefts are down. It's a little bit weird. 
I don't know. It might be part of a push of propaganda to refund police after all the shit that went down the last like two years about defund police. And like, I, and you know what? I haven't been following defund the police, so I don't know how much defunding actually happened. None. Oh, none. Not really. Yeah, pretty Damn. much. Pretty much nothing overall. Like on yeah. a national level, pretty much nothing. Because I, I I think about that because I know that that's one of those things where if I go in a comment section and say there's been no defunding, someone will pop up with an article of like one county that cut like three hundred thousand from the police budget. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but how widespread is that? Yeah, it's not very widespread as far as I can tell. And then even a lot of the ones that are like cutting budgets aren't really cutting budgets. Hmm. Like they're um. <clears throat> You know, like, uh, like redirecting shit to like support staff or whatever, you know, and doing stuff like that. But it's not like actually cutting money from the police budget. Yeah, I mean, it's like, a, like, say in the factory, like we're we're gonna cut budget from a. Uh from maintenance Mm -hmm. and then they just have me a machine operator do maintenance exactly (laughs) exactly and so yeah so they uh, like watch that right like folks that are like uh what are they wellness checks mental health checks Mm -hmm. like they're just gonna have regular cops that are already armed and be like this is now a mental health check officer Mm -hmm. and they're not actually gonna hire therapists and shit exactly which was the whole point Let's take the money from police and give it to other people who can do these functions, which is also like super interesting to me because I mean, Biden just signed that stupid bullshit bill, right? Um, Like giving money to police because they have like PTSD because their jobs are so hard or some goofy shit. Yep. Um, But it's also funny to me because these police unions and cops keep whining about how hard their jobs are because they have to do all this extra shit that they weren't supposed to be doing, like wellness checks and mental health checks and shit. And it's like, so stop doing them. Take the money out of your budget, give it to a group of therapists and let the fucking therapists do it then. But they won't. (laughs) You know. And honestly, I still can't believe that, like, just on the topic of police defunding in general, that we're not talking about the rape kit situation more. Remember a few years ago? Philadelphia. They were just... In particular? The nation. No. Because then the Philadelphia story came out that they weren't testing rape kits, and then a bunch of other people started looking into, like, their shit. Because, like, when the Philadelphia story came out, Cook County, which Chicago, uh, 50% of their rape kits were untested when the Philadelphia story came out. And let's, let's say... Like, it's official. It's happening. It's a hardcore sweep. Fat budget going toward it. Mm-hmm. Like, the goal is get them all tested in 30 days. We're not fucking around. We're literally opening up labs. We're converting buildings to test sites. We're doing this right now. What percentage get lost and or accidentally destroyed? Mm-hmm. Because the police on the force know that it's actually their DNA in that kit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or they, or they, they, they've committed so many rapes and over such a period of time. And I'm talking specifically the police rapists. I know there's rapists that aren't cops, of course. Mm-hmm. But the police are rapists. We know that. If you're in the wine cellar, you know the fuck out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, if if one cop has been on the force as a rapist since 1997. Yeah. Right? You, that, that's not too long from now. What is that? Uh, 24 years ago? Mm-hmm. Right? That's 24 years ago. You become a cop at the age of 24. 24 years later, you're only, what, 44? Yep. 48. You're 48 years old. You're, yep. You got you got a couple more decades of raping left. Yep. But so many of those rape kits have your DNA in them. Yeah. They're sure. gonna destroy them. So they'll actually never get tested because they'll be destroyed before the date comes up. Yeah, and something that I wish had gotten more, I mean, we covered it, but 
in general on that, something I wish had gotten more traction was then uh, New York went back and started clearing their backlog because like everyone was like in a rush <laughs> to do their backlog because it was like good PR for politicians. What at the backlog time. of rape kits? Yeah, and uh, they found like a gang of fucking serial rapists. Oh, but it turns out because they waited so long to test the rape kits, they were all uh, outside of the statute of limitations. Oh, oh, get the fuck. I mean, but really, the, you just found out now. Yeah, I know. Fuck that. It's a new crime. It's a new kid. It's a new test. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Yeah. Gotta put these rapists away. Yeah, I know where to put them. I'm telling you, just put me on <laughs> I it. know where to put them. <laughs> if, if it's too grotesque for you, I'll kill them. Yeah, it's fine. I'm on it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Like, don't, I don't even give me any tools. Bare hands. Couple knee drops to the face. Like, the, the human body is frail. <laughs> you don't have to do much to damage it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, just one more thing I wanted to add as I before I get completely sidetracked about the, the retail theft thing. Um, yeah. Keep in mind that when they run the stats for retail theft, um, wage theft is not included. You know, that was in my head when you showed me and I was like, I'm not even going to mention it. Yeah, I, I just want to know. Yeah, I just, just want to know. As soon as I saw $950 as like a threshold and I thought, that's a chunky overtime check for a working class person, like a $16 an hour person. Yeah. Like that's a fat overtime check. Yeah. And if you get wage theft on that, mm-hmm. like, shouldn't that be a felony? I mean, I just want to know. Uh, how much these employers are stealing from their employees versus how many customers are stealing from these stores. I just want to know. Which, of course, you know, we had civil forfeiture trending on Twitter the other day. That was lovely. Ah. Oh, excuse me. Police did that. They uh, stopped a woman at an airport and stole $100,000 from her. Stopped a woman? Yep. Oh, that's right. You told me that story. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, as far as I know, she still hasn't even been accused of a crime, let alone charged with one. So, well, I guess. But we did hit all you. We hit all your articles, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, oh, I was just going to say just one more. Like, I'm not going to read the article, but there was an article that came out a couple days ago. It's also on CBS and it says more guns and fewer police officers are blamed for the spike in homicides. Hmm. And uh, what amuses me about that is I said, is the source of police union? And then I looked at the article. The quotes all come from the city's police commissioner, Michael huh. Harrison. And then he said that there are fewer police officers on the streets. After steady growth for decades, police lost 1% of its workforce. So basically they're saying there's like anarchy in the streets because we lost 1% of police. After steady growth for decades. Which again, I have to ask, what the fuck are police doing? What are they doing with all this money? <laughs> Kicking it. Ugh. Kicking it, balling, son. You know what kind of fat office parties they're having? Yes, actually, I do. How expensive the sex workers are they're hiring? Yeah, actually, I do. They're having a blast. They are balling out, son. Like, every day is a Bad Boy Records music video. Mm-hmm. I thought I told you that they won't <laughs> stop. I thought I told you that they won't stop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a fact-based truth. Jesus, you know yeah. the police just murder us with their guns like da, da, da. I got nothing for it. But yeah, so you know, folks, keep an eye on this sort of thing with the copaganda. I mean, it's relatively easy, I think, for leftists to spot copaganda generally. Yeah. But I'm having more fun going back and reconstructing shit to be like, but six months ago you said, and then two years ago they said, to, you know, really, um, really give it like a, I guess, like a full context perspective. So yeah, that's what the fuck police are doing and what, uh, yeah. 
Let's choose the fuck around option for no reason because we have a few minutes. Okay. All right. Uh, fuck around option. And I, and I can upload this straight up because no bells and whistles. Got a little background music and, um, and Phoenix Collider's in the joint. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, this kind of annoyed me and it made me, um, I can't remember if I unfollowed or blocked somebody, but I just had to get them out of my face. Because mm-hmm. it seems like some folks are sharing this link because they like the headline. Like, on some level, are headlines memes? Yes. Yeah, like the headline and the thumbnail become a meme, right? And it's an image of a red-haired um, white child sitting in a in a chair in a corner. Oh, a ginger, huh? Yeah, but, well, that's why his life doesn't matter. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's discombobulated nigger. As far as the spelling of them, their words. Uh, <laughs> fucking, um, <clears throat> but the headline is, um, scientists find that class clowns are actually the smartest people in class. And I was like, that sounds fucking stupid. It does. And of course, where did I see it? From somebody, I think, I think actually, I remember their name because they have like a big name with the black atheist areas, oh, Jamila okay. Bay. I don't think I know that name. Yeah, like with the black atheists, it's like they're they're popular among the black atheists, which mostly because um the the male gaze aspect oh. for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Like but before Instagram models existed, like actually maybe I don't know how long Instagram existed. I don't know. So maybe the same time. But yeah, it's mostly the male gaze factor, you know, and um and I looked at it because that's what I do because I'm not fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's like, all right, first off, futurism.com. I don't really know them too well. They probably do decent work. But, yeah. like, it seems more like people <laughs> just want to enjoy the headline. What are you seeing? Oh, yeah. No, I was thinking about the headline because um, I saw something similar about, like, how smart people are more likely to end up being cult members. And I was like, I think a smart person just wants to feel good about the fact that they were in a cult at one point. So they wrote this. <laughs> Like, I kind of feel like that's what what this might be. That's just like the vibe I'm getting, just just without having read it at all. Yeah, and like in their article, right? They start out their subheading as clown school, right? Where according to scientists, the class clown from seventh grade may have been the brightest kid in the room. It turns out that humor and ability to and humor ability humor ability and overall intelligence are tightly linked in middle school age children, according to research published in the International Journal of Humor Research. So it's published as a real science journal. I mean, okay, I guess. Like, I'm gonna, I like, I would actually have to read that and figure out how they determine these things. Yeah. Because like, for these kids being so fucking funny, you know what I hear a lot as an adult? People laughing at unfunny jokes. Yeah. Are they funny or are people laughing? Yeah. Like, cause, yeah, because people laughing doesn't mean that you're funny necessarily. Yeah, like how many girls are laughing because you're supposed to laugh when the boys make a joke. Yeah. And then how many boys are laughing because they're fucking simple. Mm-hmm. And also because something different is happening. Yeah. Like, whoa, okay, we're in the school place with a straight-laced teacher, but here's this guy being wacky. Yeah, and I think it's also, um, like, just because something is kind of funny doesn't mean it's, like, super intelligent or profound. It could just be funny in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, because, like, I, and, you know, obviously I haven't read the article and I'll look at the study, but because, like, what's in my head is a big thing is some of the, at least in my schooling experience, uh, some of the biggest class clowns were also some of the biggest bullies. 
And so, like, people would laugh at their jokes, not because their jokes were actually, like, fucking hilarious, but because you either, A, wanted to be on the bully's good side, you know, or B, uh, well, essentially, you wanted to be on the bully's good side. Yeah, like, no, either, the B. Yeah, well, it was like, well, it was like a, in the sense that either, like, you're already on his team and you want to stay there so you laugh, or you don't want to be the next target so you laugh to be like, Haha, I'm cool, you're hilarious, I love you. You know what I mean? Like, is a sort of protective, like, preventative measure. Coonin, really. Basically, yeah. Like, and then he already has the friends that, you know, laugh because they're a team together, whatever. They bully people together. So, but, so that was like the first thing that I, you know, one of the first things I thought was in my experience, a lot of the class clowns were actually assholes and their jokes weren't funny. They were like making fun of other kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, like in a bullying way and like, like a, you know, like a rude way, like not actual comedy, like punching down and shit, but people were laughing. So I'm like, so when you say they're funny, like, what does that mean? Because, yeah. yeah, they can get laughs, but that doesn't mean the jokes are good. Like, some people are Dave Chappelle and some people actually make good jokes. Yeah. You right. Know? I was going to I was gonna be like, and some people are Dave Chappelle. <laughs> some people are Dave Chappelle. Some people are Dave Chappelle. Right. But, yeah. So they have this here. And always, I'm funny style about numbers. I don't really know much about studies. But I just think that more people should be involved when I see some of these studies. Yeah. And so I'm looking, and also, obviously, I'm seeing black American share this for the most part because it's the black atheist spaces. Right. And their subheading on this from, um, from how do I pronounce that? Degreiter? It's D-E-G-R-U-Y-T-E-R dot com slash documents. And uh, they have... Their headline again is um are are more humorous children more intelligent a case from Turkish culture okay this is useful <laughs> and then uh, subheading abstract the study aimed to investigate the relationship between intelligence and humor and humorability in a Turkish sample the sample included two hundred and seventeen middle school students with a wide range of intelligence measured by a Turkish intelligence test. I stopped there. Right. So I was like 217 Turkish children (laughs) that were measured on a Turkish test. That makes your black American ass think that a class clown is the brightest person. Yeah, that's a problem. And then especially um, knowing now that it's like not even an American study. So then that's also, um, you know, like you have to take into cultural impacts and things into, uh, you know, like how that impacts it in the sense that like, do they have a different type of sense of humor in Turkey? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, sometimes I'm watching, like, shit on the BBC. Like, some of those British shows, like, the comedy is weird. I don't get it. Uh, and I, I don't, and I don't I, fucking and get I it. And I super do. Here's, that's the funny part. I fucking dig the shit out of some of those British comedies. Oh, there's some of them that are hilarious, but some of them I'm just like, I don't get the joke on like, that one. Like, there's one called <laughs> Coupling. You've seen that? I've seen Coupling, I love yeah. the shit out of Coupling. I've seen Coupling, yeah. It's like, it's like what Friends could have been. What Friends was supposed to be, I think. Hmm. Uh, well, you know. But, you know, like, that sort of thing. And so it's like... Supposed to be living single. 
it was supposed to be living single. Um, but, you know, like that sort of thing. And so like now we also have to like, you know, consider cultural factors and things like that of, you know, is a class clown something different there? Like, is it more severe, less severe? Yeah. Is the humor different? Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Is the class clown more likely to be effeminate, masculine? Who knows? Right. right. Like, so now I have all these questions. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So. And I, I, I didn't ask all those questions. I just cut it the fuck off. And then I went in the thread and I was like, 217 Turkish children? I just don't buy it. And then they asked some question in response and I just uh, unfollowed them and turned off notifications. It was like, I'm not dealing with that. Mm-hmm. I'm 38 and I work a lot of hours. Fuck off. I'm not dealing with it. Phoenix Leader yeah, was I, reading I, ahead. I, well, I'm glancing at the abstract because I just wanted to see if they mentioned anything, you know, quote, like class clowny in there because the headline in America was this was class clown shit. But the abstract makes it sound like just kids who can write funny jokes? That doesn't necessarily make you a class clown. So like... And also, what if you're just saying a joke you remember that someone else said? Also that. Then you're just a thief. Yeah, well... A joke but, but thief. did you steal $950 worth of jokes? Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's humor with intelligence. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, that's interesting to me because they're doing it as an America. Because, you know, in America, the stereotype of class clown is you're kind of disruptive, right? You're probably yeah. pissing off the teacher. You're like known, you know, yeah, by the yeah, school administrators I hate and shit. That motherfucker, but, really? like, but like, that's not what they're saying in this abstract. They're just having kids write joke captions for pictures. That's very different than like being a disruptive uh, child in a classroom. So, what the fuck? Where did this class clown shit come from? Like, are you talking about funny kids? Or are you talking about class clowns? Because those are not the same. So what the fuck are we even talking stupid. about? And that's why <laughs> I just, I was like, bye-bye, Jamila Bay. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> not dealing with this shit. Man, Phoenix Leader is reading ahead again. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm out. Like, yeah. the, the hell, it's, it's just fucking... It's whack, and these niggas just like it because they like the headline. Yep. We chose the fuck around option because we had a few minutes, and Phoenix Kalita was here any darn way. And so now we need to go fucking do stupid adult shit and go sign paperwork and shit. Yes. And then I have to go to a shift where I'm the cleanup man. It's very interesting. It's like I'm actually a janitor, I think. Are you? I think that's what I'm doing. Okay. Right? The janitor goes around with a cart full of cleaning shit. And yeah. Yeah, because, like, I was... I, I'm at the GM plant still. Yeah, that's the thing. I do the podcast, I do the GM plant, and I do the Atlas plant. And at the GM plant, I came in, we're doing touchpoint sanitation, which I believe in, and I knew was lightweight work that I would obviously get thrown into if I went down to a um one of those hiring centers, temp agencies, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I went down to one, boom, landed a touchpoint sanitation, cool. Which also means that whenever I pass by people, I can talk to them about touchpoint sanitation and why it would be a good idea to argue for that to your city council. Mm-hmm. Everyone agrees. And keep in mind, I'm in West Michigan. All right, stupid motherfuckers out here, buddy. Mm-hmm. And they all get it. Yeah. Right. And this isn't even a pop. It, I do make it a populism issue. It, it isn't really, but I make it a populism issue just by pointing to if, if people are less ill, they are at work, they make more money, they spend more money, they stimulate the economy. Investing in touchpoint sanitation would, t- would return, and I use this language on purpose, tenfold. It mm-hmm. would return tenfold. Tenfold. I know right. what kind of stupid motherfuckers I'm mm-hmm. talking to. Mm-hmm. All right, so I get to do that. 
but now I'm at the Atlas plant because I came in through the um the mixed staffing folks. Mm -hmm. But you must be telling everybody your details. Uh huh. Yeah, because it matters. You need all the facts. Can you just be saying all the names and shit? Just all right. Oh, of everybody? Should yeah, I not do that? Is probably that not, not pragmatic. No. All right. So I'm coming in here working with some niggas. <laughs> you know, I, I'm working with these niggas over here. This is the facts. The uh -huh. facts, Jax. All right, <laughs> I'm working with these niggas over here at Dad's yeah. Root Beer, mm -hmm. and you know what I'm saying. And Dad's Root Beer has a contract with Shasta Cola, right? And right. so Shasta Cola <laughs> puts me in the plant doing touchpoint sanitation. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I'm still through Dad's Root Beer, right? But Shasta Cola says, "Hey, we need help over here at this other facility." They said we like the cut of your jib. They did. They do like the cut. Everybody likes the cut of my jig. I'm a cis heteromasculine man and I'm actually funny because I'm not a class clown. And uh, fucking. And so I take the cut of my jib to this other facility, but it's not touchpoint sanitation. Mm -hmm. We're actually like changing garbage cans. Actually go in the bathroom and like clean the bathroom. Mm -hmm. like, like as if I'm at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like, holy shit, I'm a janitor. Hmm. All right. That's that's ill. Well, so I'm, I I do janitorial service now. <laughs> I do that. Less Which, less stressful than machine operating. Uh, less. Uh, in this plant, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> so many people are playing music on Bluetooth speakers. Mm -hmm. So I actually have the tablet with one Bluetooth speaker in my breast pocket, listening to podcasts, and then I have another Bluetooth speaker on the cart where I have it connected to the telephone on Pandora Radio Christmas music because I don't look like a weirdo walking around playing that stuff at this time of year. I want to mm. do it all year, but I'll get treated different. Yes. And, <laughs> right? I'll lose some of my male privilege. And, <laughs> fucking, and yeah, that's it's ill. And then people are just stopping. I only chat with like uh, the supervisor folks, which sounds really classist to say out loud. <laughs> But frankly, I don't like the floor people because a lot of the floor people, um, not a lot. Let me not use that word. Some of the floor people are like Eastern European immigrants that mm -hmm. are racist. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I don't I'm actually deliberately mean to them and rude to them when I interact there, with them. There is like a significant like Croatian population here. Yeah, I don't and like, like. Yeah, yeah like Balkans. Yeah, just. They were on the Nazi side during the war. Okay, yeah, because like I <laughs> kind of explains it all. Every time I see him, I want to catch the fade. Like just, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take the, I'll risk getting my ass beat. I, I, I think I can handle these guys. I think I can actually handle two of them. You can handle two of them. Like two of these fucking Eastern European racist motherfuckers. Yeah. So yeah, I don't like them. Um, the Jamaican guy, he seemed like I. He w he's a brother, right? He's black, mm -hmm. you know? I'm like, yeah, black man. You know, I always I greet him with a fist. I don't wave. I actually do a fist right mm -hmm. there on the factory floor in front of the white man with the Blue Lives Matter hat with the dashiki <laughs> on. Yes, I do. And uh, But there is a white woman in an abusive relationship, and I see how he's talking to her. He's trying to flirt with a woman that is telling him about her abusive relationship, mm -hmm. confiding in him, and he's trying to flirt. I don't like that. You know, that and, you know, other examples that would take me f 
fucking an hour to get through. I generally just don't like the folks on the floor. Mm -hmm. So I just mostly interact with the office folks because some of them are kind of nerdy. Like one guy I interacted with yesterday, he also, like, he's like me. I'm playing Alex Jones, but because he's funny and weird to me, I don't actually like him. Right. (laughs) And so I told him about Knowledge Fight, and he checked that out. I I heard him playing Knowledge Fight Mm -hmm. on his way out the door shortly before um, Phoenix Kalita told me she was sick and couldn't pick me up yesterday. I know. Yeah. Uber. Yeah, so I I mostly interact with those folks. Uh, One of them is an environmentalist. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, like yeah, like he sees like he actually I don't think he should do this part because he's not doing it safely. But he literally like reaches in garbage cans and pulls out plastic bottles and cans Mm -hmm. and takes them to go recycle. Okay. And tells me that he's just like, these guys are just too much litter. I don't know, man. I just think the environment, you know? And and that's the thing. He's not really educated on it. Mm -hmm. He just thinks like, you know, the environment, man. Yeah, but I mean, even though, that's still fucking cool, though. Like, like, okay, I'm still identifying a problem and trying to at least do something. Yeah. Like, which is a lot more than a lot of people fucking do, so. Right? He's just a a big old Midwest guy just trying to dim. I think I'm helping. He probably voted for Bernie. All right. That's <laughs> see, and that's why it's hard to title the episode. Because mm-hmm. now I want to title it that. Title it he almost voted for Bernie? Or he probably, he probably voted, voted for, for Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> I should make that the subtitle. Make it's, that the subtitle. And then you're gonna make them wait until the very end, because that was like the last line. Oh, that's fucked up. That is art. That is the ultimate clickbait. I really do consider you're a that fucking art. troll. He probably <laughs> voted for Bernie and just put it and go on Google and type up a uh, stereotype Midwest white man, which oh, I'm going to do right oh, now no. just for funsies because we got to hit the door in 11 minutes. <laughs> okay. Stereotype white Midwest, Midwest white man. White man. It's going to be a nigga in a factory with the fucking reflector vest. I just know it. Okay. Let me go to the. Oh God. The mustache. The mustache. <laughs> Not the Packers fans with the cheese hats on. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Stereotype Midwest white man. Oh, man. You know what? I also don't do sit-ups. So, like, I can get with the stereotype. What? Is that fucking Steve Harvey? He is a stereotype Midwest white man if I ever seen one. Does he not wear the mustache and say coon-ass shit? Ugh, those fucking suits, man. (laughs) (coughs) Jesus. This is too fun. And then at the bottom is just a picture of a white person that I assume is a cis woman and it just says, I am white. Okay. (laughs) What? What is this? It's on NBCNews.com Think and it's an opinion. Chris Hayes speaks with psychiatrist and sociologist uh, Jonathan Metzi about the policies rooted in whiteness, about how policies rooted in whiteness are shortening the lives of white Americans. They fucking would have fucking greenlit that shit. <laughs> I don't see a date on 2019. I am white. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Who was in office in 2019? Trump will steal skin. And remember, this is when they were on their whole, they're just, what the fuck was the term they kept using? Um, Economically anxious. They're just Uh economically anxious. Like we have to write more Nazi puff pieces. They, they're just economically anxious. Hey, he was an intelligent guy. That's what I know. I no, do know that I need you. to go get changed, not so you. I'm gonna go. Your do that. organization's terrible. Your organization's terrible. Let's go. Go ahead. 
Quiet, quiet. Go ahead. She's she's asking a question. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> oh my god. That was his January 11th press conference in 2017. This is the guy. <laughs> it's the number one guy. You can't beat him. Black Caucus. I think it's the generals that the ships are locked and loaded. Look, he's a showboat. He's a grandstander. The FBI has been in turmoil. You know that. I know that. And I love all people, rich or poor. But in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Okay. We're out of here. You know what? Even he probably voted for Bernie. He was like, who the fuck is this Trump guy? All right, winesellermedia.com, uh, patreon.com slash winesellermediafund, paypal.me slash William. The Venmo is at winesellermedia. Phoenix Collider set up the cash app deal, dollar sign Phoenix Collider. Broccoli. Yes, and avocados. Um, just kidding, we're not actually going to get avocados. We should also totally next time record make fun of Josiah Lippincott. Why? Because he says stupid things on Twitter. Yeah, but he probably voted for Bernie, though. I'm sure he did not. Yes, he did. I'm I've not said a f- it enough times that it's a legitimate title now. I'm not a fan of mass murder. Slavery could have ended peacefully, but radicals like John Brown made that impossible. John Brown? Yeah. He also probably <laughs> voted for Bernie. Yeah. John Brown <laughs> voted for Bernie. <laughs> Uh, thy tingum come, thy will be done. <laughs> John Brown would have fucking been Bernie like, won. like in line, like fucking like make like in the voting line, those long ass ones, like making his own bullets and shit, getting ready. Like I'm doing my civic duty, but I know I need to do more. <laughs> making his own bullets. <laughs> Just uh, already knew what the prison system was going to bring you. All right. I need to upload this shit in under seven minutes. <laughs> Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.